think everybody needs to know about the goodness of God. So help me, let's spread this message across the world. Let's give everybody a dose of Jesus that they'll keep deep in their hearts for the rest of their lives. Give us all a chance for eternal life. To be a better man Deal these kids a better hand Let the walls down, break the chains Let them in, don't be scared He's the father and the friend You lay down your sadness, don't be fooled by the trend It's the devil and the will of man Trying to make this all pretend Never see a heart man Bitter to the bitter end I wanna see you win, give up the sin Take his hand, let him show you how to live
Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. New source of Michiana. Buenos dias, buenos noches, buenos tardes. New source one Michiana. This is Sylvia, your new source one mission director as well as anchor and manager for Michiana 101. Hope you got a chance to enjoy the nice temperatures on this weekend. Start off cloudy, but we have sunshine. It is not as hot, but it's projected to be hotter throughout the week. Later on, toward the Labor Day weekend, for today's Michiana 101, you'll be hearing some information about bullying that's happening within adults and children. Children are often the subject of the most bullying, but bullying does occur with adults as well. You'll also be hearing information about two tropical storms that are forming on the East Coast as well as Florida, Gulf of Mexico area. You'll be hearing about information about back-to-school stress, and what that looks like. Sometimes we need to just have a session where we hear about important stuff that's happening in and around us, of how we could assist and make school and life better for those in or around us. If you are somebody that needs to take time for yourself, remember to take time for yourself. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to take time for yourselves. Maybe you need to find ways that you could be less stressful, whatever that may look like. Maybe you need to take a walk outside, enjoy the sunshine. Maybe you need to indulge in your favorite movies, your favorite snacks, and all that good stuff. Sometimes we just need to take a break from everyday life. Remember, you are brave, you are strong, you can conquer the world, and Jesus loves you. Take care. Good day, New Church from Michiana. For today's thought, we're going to look at a the concept of bullying and what that looks like. Bullying happens in our schools, in our workplace, and it's not just kids. There are adults who bully too. My information I'm taken from is a brochure called Close to Home, Dealing, Dealing with Bullying. And some, some of the key words that you will hear about is intervention, which means you must address both the victim and the bully. You have to address both. And sometimes the bully just needs a friend. But it doesn't matter who bullies, there's always gonna be a victim. And sometimes the bully will play victim that they didn't do anything wrong. Victims need to learn how to change behaviors that make them easy targets. And so sometimes these victims become easy targets. And sometimes you target for no reason. Maybe they don't have the nicest hairstyle. Maybe they don't have the nicest clothes. We don't know. Maybe they don't smell the greatest. Kids and adults. And so there's a power struggle. Bullies need to gain empathy for others, learn rational skills, and recognize the consequences of their behavior. Sometimes a bully is somebody that's hurting on the inside. Maybe they need a friend. There's so much that happens with bullying that we don't see. And so ways that maybe you can avoid being bullying as a doll or a child. And so they say it takes approximately seven seconds to decide if someone is a good target. 
It suggests that you walk tall and keep your chin up. Act confident, even when you don't feel confident. Stand up for your values and learn to say no. Never fight a bully, especially one with a weapon. Make eye contact, but stand a, a bit to the side of the bully. And so, there's different ways that you can how to avoid be being bullied. But sometimes, retaliate when someone hits us first, our first reaction is hit back. But you yourself get in trouble and the bully gets let go. When you see a bullying coming, if you see somebody coming that's been bullying you, maybe you could pray and trust that God will help you think clearly. Do something unexpected, like skipping. Perhaps maybe you need to walk away. Maybe you need to shout for help. Loudly say, leave me alone. And that goes for any situation that you're in, whether you're bullying or not. Sometimes saying, leave me alone, really loud, would catch the attention of someone in or around you. Especially at school. They're going to catch that and they're going to know something's wrong. And sometimes it could be someone's following you too closely. And that's how you react. And maybe blow a whistle. Talk in a quiet, calm voice. So if you see a bully, your bully coming towards you. You walk away, or do you talk in a quiet, calm voice? Laugh or make a joke. Maybe you need to go limp or act like you're sick. It says that you see a bully coming, ignore his or her behavior. So you're pretty much standing up to this bully at that point. Say that you refuse to fight back. There is a lot of stuff that goes into bullying that we don't see. Here are some helpful tips, seven helpful tips on what we could do as adults, as children, to teach behavior, to find ways to make it safer for everybody, of how we can protect ourselves from bullying, or what we can do. Number one, learn about bullying and teach your children about it. The skills needed to deal with the bullying will be valuable assets for use in future relationships. Effective teaching programs are available in many communities. You may also consult resources. Different resources you can do to figure out how to talk about bullying. Bullying is never okay. But it's not just adults and kids. You talk about bullying in schools with the kids, but what about the adults who bully? Adults do bully, but they don't see it. Number two, confront it for what it is. Whether bullying happens on the playground or at school or among adults at church, name the issue. Bullying is a form of abuse and it must not be tolerated. So confront the bully. Now, how, how would you feel if you were a small kid and you're going to confront a big old big kid? You're, you're going to feel intimidated. What are you going to do? Are you going to stand and let them take it? A lot of times, these young people, they don't know what to do. When somebody's twice their tall, they're twice their height. They're older. What are they going to do? Find a support system. Number three, develop consistent consequences for bullying behavior. If a parent or a teacher observes bullying behavior regularly, but it's only when the bodily energy injury is involved, it may encourage more subtle and deeper forms of abuse. There are within the schools. There are websites that you can go to that they should be talking to schools where you can report, report bullying and get investigated. Maybe you're someone that sees it, but you don't know how to handle it, so you just tell the closest adult, and hopefully they can take care of it. 
Number four, be positive. Modeling empathetic relationships in front of bullies can show them a different way of relating and can thus help to prevent bullying. Be positive. How are you to be positive when someone's bullying you? If you stand up to them, maybe he or she will stop. There is a lot of legislature and laws being passed about bullying within our school system. But is that enough? What needs to be done to stop bullying? You, we go through schools every year and they talk about bullying and how to prevent it. But it still happens. It still goes on. A lot of schools will hide it. They don't want to address it because it's not their propaganda too. They don't want to do They want to get involved. And that caused more headache because it hit national news. More people get involved. And then 20 years down the line, more allegations come out. There's no documentation of what's happened, so it's hearsay. Number five, create a safe place. Assure children of your support as they deal with bullying. Send a clear message that they must tell an adult if they experience or observe bullying. This is not tattletailing. It is to stop being hurtful behavior. Create a safe place goes for both adults and children. While we specifically think of bullying within our school systems and daycares, we don't think about the adults who bully as well. You can be anywhere and become a bully or a victim. But it happens primarily in the schools, where it is under the surface. But there's also cyberbullying, so which means they're online. Cyberbullying through our social media platforms. And that has to stop too. So you have the Instagram, you have the TikTok, we have Facebook, we have the Twitter, whatever name it is now, you have the WhatsApp app, you have Snapchat, all those are forms that people can bully. You have squishy computers that have Gmail, and so the kids are chatting during school while there's a lesson going on on their devices, making fun of somebody maybe, but you can trace those back. There's a way to trace, especially the they're going to know who started it, but it's outside of school, you're not going to know, so there has to be some more studies and more emphasis on how do we do it bullying and stopping it. Number six, encourage children to pray and seek God's help. Guide them to trust God for the courage to do what is right rather than living in fear. Tell stories of how God has helped others. Could it be that we need to pray for everybody, but is prayer really enough? What happens if it's somebody who doesn't go to church and they're not in a praying mood? How do they do it? And so there's a lot of stories in the Bible where it specifically talks about bullying and how it happened. We have David and Goliath. Goliath was this big old giant who everyone was afraid of. They were too scared to go fight him. David is this little, short little kid. And he goes and he stands up to this bully of Goliath. He takes his, he gets five stones in his sling and it takes one stone and he flings it at him and the giant Goliath falls down. And everyone goes about the way. That's a little kid sent up to a big old giant. There's a lot of stories of how God has helped others in there. He's helped us. We pray when something goes wrong, but we need to trust God. But we forget that he is ultimate. He's there through every difficult circumstances that we go through. Number seven, teach children to stand up for others being bullied. Some children may be able to do this on their own, Others can learn to do so, or to evaluate what they're seeing and then seek help from adults. Maybe you're a bystander and you're all, you're quiet, but you don't know how to intervene. Maybe for you, you need to tell a teacher. 
And hopefully that teacher takes care of the situation. There is so much going on of how we can deal with bullying. And we're going to talk a little about cyberbullying. Cyberbullying affects about a third of online teens and youth. Adults do this too. It amplifies the trauma by reaching, usually anonymously, into a person's privacy. Cyberbullies may forward private messages or photos without permission, intending to embarrass, send aggressive messages, spread false rumors, ignore and exclude others. But it's very difficult online to harder to spot and identify a bully, which can cause harm to relationships. And that time, the victims can't do anything about it because there's they can't find it. But sometimes you can find the source because most times there is an address that has the email on it, and it will trigger something. You can find out where it's coming from. If it's a school issue computer, the school can find out where it's coming from. But there's so much out there. Some social networking sites now employ officers to identify and control inappropriate content. Where does bullying start? Does it start at home? Maybe. Maybe these kids who are bullying need somebody to love and assure them. When they go to school, sometimes that's a safe place for these kids. So they don't know what to do, so they act out. Or they're seeking attention. Maybe a bully, they're feeling a lack of warmth and involvement on part of the parents or guardians or a sibling who they're living with. Maybe it's an overly permissive parenting, including a lack of limits for children's behavior or harsher physical discipline. They say now you can't hurt your child. You can't spank him. You gotta find other ways to discipline. But when is enough enough? Is there a right or wrong way to discipline children at home? Maybe there is. There usually there is. Maybe they're modeling. There's a model for be, 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 bullying behavior. Sometimes the models are distended family network. Sometimes a bully is seeing it's okay to hit somebody. They see that and that's what they want to do. Bullying is something that's happening all over the place. Young people are taking their own life because they're victims of bullying. Adults are not listening. They're not catching on. So there's a lot of angst and hate among people. Sometimes it takes a victim to become a, a victim to send to a bully, and that bully now becomes a victim's friend. Sometimes a bully will play victim. Um, sometimes our parents say, if someone hits you back, hits you first, you hit them back. Now, is that from self-defense, or will that person turn to a bully? There's different sides of that. Self-defense and bullying. Is it bullying and self-defense, or self-defense and bullying? Which way are we going here? So as you think about the school year, what are ways that we can, as a society, as adults and youth, be able to combat and stop bullying on different levels? There's so much out there that you could use as resources. And so like I said, this information is coming from www.menomedia.org slash close to home. Close to home has several different types of pamphlets that talk about different areas of life. Some of them are gambling, some of them are bullying. They're talking about anger, housing, of how this hits close to home. And so there's so much that goes on there. You know, even though this is coming from a church website, it's important that we as non-believers understand the importance of bullying and what it looks like. And it said, 
in Canada, it said one out of every seven children under the age of 12 is a victim of bullying once a week or, or more. That's 365 days, 48 times a year that someone is being bullied under the age of 12 in Canada. And so, as you've heard about about bullying, what's happening through this close to home church pamphlet, maybe we need to take the time to pray for our children. Heavenly Father, be with the listeners today as they find ways to cope, whether they're a victim or they're the bully. Help them find ways to engage within their community. Be with the ones who are having a terrible home life, whether it's an adult or a child. We often hear about children and youth being bullies, but what about adults who bully too? We know that you are with everybody in this difficult time. Walk beside everybody. We pray for the ones who are being bullied. We pray for the families of the bullies, that they find ways to get help that they need, that they acknowledge that their child is hurting. We pray for the ones who are defending, trying to live a life pleasing. But they fall short. On today, Lord, be with everybody in the walks of life. Be the ones who are suffering social, mentally issues, emotional, physical, spiritual issues. You know the needs of everyone in and around this local area and, and on the listening platforms. Walk beside us today. In these days I pray. Amen.
this is weather alert for two tropical storms that are forming as we speak. The first one is Tropical Adela. Tropical Adela, they're predicting, will become a Category 3 hurricane hitting the Gulf of Mexico as well as into Florida. If you know somebody that is in the path of that, make sure we're paying attention to the weather in or around us as those who are affected, affected by this. Help them plan and be able to find the necessities that they need. Maybe you yourself need, if you are in the path of Tropical Storm Idella, make sure you're weather alert and you're getting prepared. There's another one, Tropical Storm Franklin. There's not, if, not much information about him, but these came out over the weekend. Tropical Storm Idella, they're predicting, predicting will turn into a Hurricane 3 by Tuesday, followed by Tropical Storm Franklin. Tropical Storm or Hurricane Idella is projected to hit the Gulf of Mexico, Florida area, where Tropical Storm Franklin is traveling up the coast around California area. If you know somebody who's in the path of both of the Tropical Storms, Tropical Storm Idella or Tropical Storm Franklin, Make sure we communicate with them and help them to know that they should be preparing for the storm. Make sure we're watching the news and it may affect, effect, as it will affect people in this local area, maybe. Be on the alert for the Tropical Storm Idella as well as Tropical Storm Franklin. Like I said, Tropical Idella, they're projected to be a Hurricane 3 by Tuesday with Tropical Storm Franklin falling right behind. Take care. Floridians are preparing for severe weather in anticipation of Tropical Storm Idalia, which spent Sunday night swirling roughly 100 miles east of Cozumel, Mexico. Its forecast is strengthened to a Category 2 hurricane and make landfall in the Sunshine State later this week. In terms of resources, we have mobilized 1,100 National Guardsmen, and they have at their disposal 2,400 high-water vehicles, as well as 12 aircraft that can be used for rescue and recovery efforts. According to the National Weather Service, a hurricane watch is in effect from Englewood to Indian Pass, which includes Tampa Bay. If you are in the path of this storm, uh, expect expect to lose power for, for a certain amount of time. And uh, so just take, take whatever precautions are necessary as a result of that. On Saturday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis declared a state of emergency in more than 30 counties and voluntary evacuations are issued for parts of Hernando County. Idalia could drop up to half an inch of rain in parts of Florida, Georgia, and the Carolinas by midweek. And there's something else brewing in the Atlantic. Hurricane Franklin. Hurricane Franklin, and it's about to be a major hurricane off the East Coast, not hitting the East Coast, but the waves, the winds, certainly for Bermuda, the waves and the rip currents, certainly for the East Coast. I'm John Lawrence reporting. Looking for a word of encouragement? Here is something from Finding Joy titled Take Time. Take a moment to see the good, to remember the smiles, to remember the moments. 
to remember the little things, to be thankful, to be grateful. Take time to see the wonderful in this world. The more you see the good, the more you will inspire others to see it, see it as well, Ripple. And these are original words by Rachel Marie Martin. You can find more information about her at FindingJoy.net or you can follow her on Facebook at Finding Joy. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day. I'm a 
are juggling new teachers, new friends, maybe even new buildings, and parents are also feeling that strain. A recent study from understood.org says majority of parents find back to school to be the most stressful time of the year. WSBT 22's Sean English joins us at the live desk, and Sean, what do professionals have to say about this? First and foremost, they recommend having a set routine and schedule to avoid any surprises. With the transition from summer to school, many parents are feeling the pressure. The bus stops, practice schedules, parent-teacher conferences, extracurricular activities, and many more moving parts causing stress to parents. According to an understood.org study, 87% of parents say back-to-school time causes them stress or anxiety, with 53% of those parents saying this time is the most stressful time of the year. Spencer Tainter is a father and an educator. 
He says mastering a schedule will help you in both the short and long term. Use a calendar. It's so important to keep track um, and get that organization. Remember, your kids are learning how to organize themselves. And as a parent, you can model that for them by putting that calendar up. Teachers are also feeling the pressure while heading back to school. Tainter says parents and teachers are working together in a partnership. And improving that partnership can limit stress for both parties. When your kid came home and was talking about maybe the Roman Empire or some conversation they had in class, that started with your teacher. Write him a little note. Thank you. Christina Partridge is a children's therapist at Oaklawn Psychiatric Center in Elkhart. Partridge says making sure everyone is on the same page when school starts can limit stress for parents. She also says there may be new stressors for children today that parents didn't experience when they were in school, like social media. Kids can't even see what other kids are wearing before they get to school. And then that brings up a whole new sense of pressure and possible anxiety. So I guess being more curious about what the kid is going through. Oaklawn accepts walk-ins for anyone struggling with mental health. Partridge also recommends the Source Elkhart County, an organization dedicated to the health and well-being of you and your family. More information on these local services will be on our website, WSBT.com. At the live desk, Sean English, WSBT 22 News. So 
I'm Naheem Hines, proud supporter of the Muscular Dystrophy Association. My mom has muscular dystrophy, and the MDA helps her and kids like my buddy Ethan. My name is Ethan, and I'm 12 years old. Thanks to the Muscular Dystrophy Association and people like you, I have more hope than ever before. And MDA funds over 150 care centers for kids like me. For over 70 years, MDA has been transforming the lives of people living with muscular dystrophy, ALS, and related neuromuscular diseases. Learn more at MDA.org today. Hi, my name is Leah Gisalea. It is with great pleasure and honor to be able to serve as 2023's National MDA Ambassador. My biggest goal as an ambassador is to encourage others like myself who live with neuromuscular disease and their families. By sharing my story, I hope to raise enough awareness so that others will also join in our mission of ending neuromuscular disease. I hope to serve my community to the best of my ability and with a grateful heart, I thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Let the 
And this will wrap up Michiana 101. Hope you find ways to find the joy on today. Hope you find ways to communicate with your loved ones who are in the path of the tropical storm Didella and the tropical Franklin, which are forming as we speak and projected to make landfall later this week. We pray that people will adhere to evacuation orders, or if they're not adhering, that they would find ways to protect themselves throughout the week. Continue to find ways to stay cool if you are some somewhere where it's really hot out. Sometimes we just need to take a break for ourselves. We're going to be finishing on August this week and welcoming in September this week as well. Take time for yourselves. Remember it's okay not to be okay. Stay weather alert. If you are in the path of Tropical Adela or Tropical Storm Franklin, or if you know somebody who is in the path of Tropical Storm Adela and Tropical Storm Franklin, take care and enjoy the rest of your day.